What's up, everybody? Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. We are spending a little bit more time focusing on the class of 2022. And to that end today, we're having a little bit of a different style of Bermanology, more of a roundtable. I've got uh, four of Ohio State's 2022 commitments joining me today uh, with Gabe Powers, Bennett Christian, uh, Desan McCullough, and of course, Captain Buckeye CJ Hicks on the call. Guys, welcome. Uh, thanks for taking some time to, to talk. I know that you guys right now are, are very busy, according to the internet and social media, and uh, you guys have sort of set the world on fire in the last week with a number of tweets um, and, and hints and innuendos, and I don't want to talk too much about that stuff because I know you have to respect uh, privacy of other players and, and keep things kind of, let things unfold on their own time, but I'll start with you, CJ, Captain Buckeye. Um, what the heck is going on that has given you guys just so much confidence to be this outgoing about things? And what, what are you doing to be that's registering so well with other commits or other players around the country who may commit? Uh, just communication for real, for real. Um, like we were talking about beforehand, the group chat, we got everybody's active in it. We got people that's not committed and that's going to commit soon that we can't say, but everybody's very active in it and the communication is great. I mean, uh, Dasan, what, what makes – I'll talk to you about this because you were a unique a unique case, one of those guys that kind of felt like you were committed for a while before you were actually committed. Yeah, no, I'm – wait, I'm trying – is my camera off right now? Like, my nope. screen is, like, froze. Oh, we see you, bro. No, we see you. You, you look great. Now? You look great. Yeah, you look good. Okay, my screen just froze, so could you re-ask that? My bad. No worries. Uh, you know, for someone like yourself, you were you almost seemed committed for a while before you were actually committed. What makes these guys in this class or or the relationships that are building so different? And, and why do you think that that is registering so well with other kids around the country? Now he's frozen. Yeah, he's frozen. It still looks great, though. He'll come back. Always looks great. He'll come back. Hey, Bennett, let's go to you then. Let's ask you that question while we wait for Desan to, to get back on board here. Um, you know, what is it um, that makes the relationships you guys are – My whole computer has shut off. I don't know what was going on. I'm on my phone now, though, so I'm all good. I don't know what was going on. No worries. That's the beauty of the internet, Desan. We, we, can, we can adjust. We can adapt. We can, uh, we can figure things out. So, I guess uh, – I'll ask you this question again, and we'll go back to you, Bennett. Um, you were committed, it seemed like, for a while before you were actually committed to San. Like, there was this vibe that, like, you kind of knew that the Ohio State class is where you wanted to end up. What was it about the relationship that you had built with, with CJ and other guys that you knew were coming that made it feel so much different and, and made you want to get on board so early? Yeah, CJ was definitely a big reason why I committed early. I feel like it's that player, like, recruiting, like, having a relationship with players you're going to be, you know, there three to four years with. So I feel like that's a big thing, and that's kind of what we're using to recruit players right now is kind of building a relationship with all of them, you know, two years in advance so they kind of have that family feeling before, you know, we even meet them, which is exactly what happened to me. You know, I haven't met CJ or any of the coaches or anything like that, but they already feel like family to me. I think one of the things that's most interesting to me, Bennett and Gabe, uh, is that you guys are all so different personality-wise. CJ is very, uh, I, I'm going to just say, kind of suave, you know, kind of, you, you got a little like, 
you got a little different energy. Bennett, you know, you're kind of uh, more like intense and passionate. You can just sort of feel it when you talk. Gabe, yeah. Gabe is the guy in the dark right there who doesn't want Gabe doesn't talk. We all know that. On that text. Like, you guys don't leave that group message. <laughs> Gabe does not have a phone. It, it's like he's like he lives like in a turtle show. Still trying to come out. It's funny. Gabe, obviously, you know, you're you're a kid from 30 minutes away from Columbus. There was a, an expectation that you would end up in this class from the minute that you got the offer. But not everyone wants to be Mr. Recruiter, right? I mean, that, and that's okay. Everyone wants to, to handle their process um, their own way. What way have you felt most um, helpful, I guess, in, in, in these last few months since you committed as far as trying to get everyone uh, on board? Uh, I haven't done, you know, too much. It's all, you know, Deshaun, CJ, uh, they do a lot of the recruiting, you know, they, they talk a lot. So I'll let them do all the talking and uh yeah i haven't done much about the recruiting lately that's all and you're not alone and you're not alone as we as we talked about before we recorded your tegra tishabola is very quiet very under you know under the radar jair is a little bit more uh jair brown who's also not on the call with us tonight is a little bit more outgoing as well but jair is the type of kid who likes to post when he gets offers from other schools and you you know everyone wants to do this their own way do you guys have conversation so we'll just talk about Jair because he's not here it makes it easy when, when he posts a, a picture about another offer CJ Deshaun Bennett Gabe are you guys like dude what are you doing or is it like hey we, we're all going to celebrate every possible success well, I, I mean, I mean all right I, I can answer this well for me like I, I think I think I really like um you know, I like want to congratulate him because every offer counts. I mean, like you don't want to take into consideration. It's still a chance to play the next level for free. So I think um, it's really it's really a good thing that he getting those opportunities, even though he may not want to take it, but it's still really cool. You guys, uh, uh, I'm going to go back to the, the 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 bevy of tweets that have gotten that got everyone going, and it, it's actually I don't know if you guys know this, but when you when those things happen, the person who gets most annoyed. It is me. <laughs> because, everybody asking you what's going on? Right, because you guys, I, I know that, I, I mean, I do this to you guys. I, there's goes a text, and then it's like, okay, what is going on? What, what, what are we talking about? And then you don't want to talk about stuff, but then I people want to talk to me about it. So they're like, hey, bro, what's going on? What are, and then I have to be like, I just, let's, I, tonight, you know, I'm trying to make dinner, trying to, to grill some salmon. And, awesome. uh, and, and I got... You know, we, we see a, a, an Instagram post from Caleb Burton, for example, about posting something tonight, right? Wednesday. And so then it's like, oh, Caleb, what are we doing? And it's like, oh, it's just a football picture. And this recruiting stuff has driven everyone crazy, right? Do you guys enjoy that? Do you enjoy the opportunity to, to sort of pull the strings that way? Most definitely. I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. I like suspense. It's fun. It's funny to watch people's reaction, people guessing and doing everything like that. Oh man, it's so it's fun. It's fun to strap the pot. It is. You know, I mean, the class of twenty twenty one obviously did a lot of that with the steak emoji thing a few months ago, and um, nobody still knows what that meant. But yet, it turned into graphics at Ohio State and stuff like that. Right. Do you miss the days, or do you even care that when when 
I'll, I'm going to ask Gabe this because I think it's like, like the last time he'll talk. But when, when it comes out that a potential decision is coming, right, and all of a sudden you see the crystal ball start to turn and you see uh, the predictions and stories being written about where you're going, do you, do you wish that this, this process maybe still had a little bit more mystery when it came to an actual decision? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It kind of uh, the crystal ball is kind of give it away a little bit, but uh, you for sure wish that they didn't have uh, the crystal balls. Do you? Is there a way to avoid that? I mean, it, 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 I saw that a Marcus Allen uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I was just about that, to bring that up. He Marcus tweeted. Did. Go ahead, CJ. You can you can take over from there. No, you're just saying that um, it takes away the excitement when people recruit, like not recruit, but um, commit. Like, it's people in the group chat that just was talking about it today. They was talking about it. They're not saying nothing to know nobody when they commit. They're just going to yeah. do it out of the blue. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that's really the only way it can be done anymore. And it's not a knock on, on national reporters or whatever who, who work for those services because it's their job and they're trying to sell subscriptions. But it has to be somewhat off-putting for you guys when you – say, hey, I'm going to give you this information so that you can prepare a story. And then it ends up being a crystal ball prediction, which essentially leaks your decision. I mean, is that is that something that other kids, I mean, I know you said that, you know, in the group chat, people are talking about it today. But do you think that that's something that will happen more often that we see these sort of misinformation tactics or, or these sort of um, hype builders happen just to to throw people off yeah definitely and the only reason i say that is because like what i told cj like before i committed like i was doing it a little bit on twitter because people knew i mean everybody was kind of assuming where i was going to go i mean i guess it really didn't take away the excitement for me exactly because it didn't really bother me but you know i was kind of trying to like stir it up and like let's get other teams in there too that's what a lot of recruits try to do so yeah. they don't just ruin their moment. Like, let's get it focused on a couple teams or something like that. So they kind of can still have their moment when they decide to commit. Yeah, I mean, for three of you guys, for CJ, for Desan, and, and for, for Gabe, I think the, the, the belief was for a few weeks before at least you had committed that Ohio State was going to be the choice. Bennett, it was totally different for you because most mm-hmm. people assumed that you were going to end up committing to Tennessee where your father played. Right. And then – you know, the the word of, of your visit to Columbus came out and, and then all of a sudden everything, every crystal ball changes. And, and I guess I just wonder how much that sort of stuff actually bothers people because, uh, again, I know people are trying to do their job and sell subscriptions, but does it actually, is it make the, the whole process feel less trustworthy for you guys? Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it could too yeah. because a lot of these guys will go talk to reporters, maybe slip up and say the one wrong thing, and it's all over Twitter now. So it's not like they're keeping it to themselves or anything like that. Like I had two crystal balls in before I committed, like a couple weeks before. So I could feel that from the perspective of knowing that you're going to go there and things like that. And I know a lot of recruits they don't want people to know because they really just want to have that whole moment, you know, to themselves. You know, when they recruit with their or commit with their families and everything like that. It, like Damani Jackson, one of uh, the country's top prospects in, in your class, he, uh, on, on Wednesday, there was some crystal ball predictions put in for him in Ohio State. And so I'll, I'll bring him up in this. 
And then he went on Twitter and did a LOL as a, you know, about the predictions. And I think, I don't know if that's a, res- a response to, I can't believe people are talking about this or why are they talking about it? But um, it is interesting just to see how that goes. But I, I don't want to talk too much about that class building stuff, because I know, like I said, you guys have to continue um, building those relationships and of the guys you're hoping to bring in. But how do you think that your recruitment has been changed or impacted obviously for very early commitments, but uh, by the dead periods continuing the way they are. Man, I, I can answer this because really I started getting recruited heavily over the, um, the quarantine. My first uh, offer last October, but it really picked up in quarantine, but that was also the time where I couldn't take visits. And so I had, I kind of had to take it all on my own, like on my own time. Like I visited Ohio state on my own time. I visited Tennessee on my own time. So, um, you know, really, it, it sucks really badly, and that's why, like, I mean, no, no one wants it. We all want to go visit and see our coaches and stuff and obviously meet meet the guys and the family. So, um, Especially because – go ahead. Uh, no, especially for you guys in, in your group, you all of you were committed, Bennett, except for you, who committed on September 1st. You were all committed before that opportunity to really open up uh, full, full communication. So uh, how do you feel like – you, Gabe, I know your father being a coach, you had a little bit more opportunity to talk to people before uh, the first. But CJ, for someone like you or Deshaun, like you guys were committed for a long time. But is it weird that you have to jump through all these hoops to talk to the coaches? Do you feel like it was something that the NCAA should have addressed considering you missed an entire summer of on-campus opportunities? Oh, I can answer this. I feel like it definitely should have been lifted up earlier. When the debt period got moved back even farther, I feel like it should have gave us a little bit of room for our class and allow coaches to probably talk to us, even if it was like a month earlier or something like that, kind of to give us more of an opportunity to get to know coaches for those guys that really need like those relationships that can't take visits. So they really needed that time. And CJ, your your response, you know, you were offered and then you thought you were going to take some time before you committed, and then and then it ended up taking about two weeks. But, again, even as an Ohio kid, you had to wait another four months before you could really talk to the Ohio State coaches whenever you want. Do you feel like if you would have had the opportunity to visit other schools the way that you initially wanted to, it might have given you at least a few more months to, to sort things out? Um, I probably would have taken more visits and, like you said, taken my time with my decision. But I was—I already know I was going to be a Buckeye. Well, so did everyone else because of the crystal <laughs> yeah, ball. Yeah, I got crystal ball before I even had um, – I picked up my first four offers and everybody already crystal balled me to go to Ohio State. I mean, is, is the overall, you know, class of 2021 as good as they are right now? They're the number two class in the country and – still battling for that number one spot. Do you guys have a, a, a set in your mind that you have to have a better class than them? We, we don't have to. We will. We we will. will. I, I think we all think that we're going to have the number one class and definitely beat yeah. out the 21 class. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. is, is it – oh, boy, I'm trying to figure out how to best state this. Give me, if you could – five or six guys in your minds that you're like, we have got to get these dudes. Make this your recruiting pitch to the world. Why should the best players in the country join you at Ohio State? Because what we're building here. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I'll go first and just say it's a brotherhood first and foremost already. Like just talking virtually with like Desan and CJ and all the guys, really just kind of um, you really feel that aspect that that's what it's going to be like at Ohio State. It's really going to be a brotherhood and a place where you win national championships but have fun at the same time. Um, the coaches are amazing. Um, it's going to be a really good atmosphere and, all, and, and everything. It's a really pretty campus, but, um, you know, I'll let Desan, I'll let Desan continue for me. I feel like if I had to give a, like a recruiting pitch, like you said, especially for my defensive guys, kind of look at who we have right now already. You know, we have the top, you know, four linebackers in the country or three right now. We're coming to, a, <laughs> yeah, coming to Ohio State. So I feel like if you're a DB or a safety or even, a, you know, D lineman at that, you know, that should be really intriguing for you to want to come join that. You know, defensive-wise, you know, it's going to be historical for Ohio State. And uh, I'm not going to speak too much, obviously, about the offense and everything like that. But I could, uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be uh, number one in the country also. So I feel like that's going to be really intriguing for recruits to, you know, take a look at, even if they can't visit anywhere right now. There's a lot of early commits, so you have a lot of guys to talk to and really, you know, get their opinion on why they committed early. So that's also an advantage they have. Do you think that, Gabe, for, for a guy like you who handles yourself a little different, then there are players out there like Caden Curry, for example, or, or Blake Miller, who are maybe a little less uh, involved in the social media side of things and don't want the attention um, that other players might. Is there a guy or two that you feel like, hey, uh, this is maybe someone I would vibe with in a different way? I mean, is that is that a consideration? Or are you just sort of waiting it, for people to come to you? No, it's it, it's anybody. Like uh, like you said, you know, like off the brotherhood, I, I don't even talk much in the group chat, but it still feels, you know, like, you know, we still have a brotherhood with everybody. So sure. it's just uh, I can vibe with anybody. I mean, it's it's not anyone in particular or anything like that. And Bennett, do you feel like uh, a little bit like you're behind because on the offensive side of the ball, you right now are the leader of the of this class because Tegra is pretty quiet. Um, is there a scoreboard that these guys are running up on you? And if if you go down the list here, you see linebacker, 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 defensive back, tight end, offensive tackle. Where, where's, where's the – when do you get to, like, stand up and, and be like, guys, look, look what I did? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely feels that way. But, um, you know, I think I think that's got to change here soon. Um, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but, but – uh, I mean, I, no, I don't want you to give anything away. I know a lot of people watching and listening to this probably would like you to give things away, but um, we'll, we'll let that unfold on its own uh, due time. Right. But, and I, I'm talking to guys who, I mean, like they, they have no I'm talking to. That's uh, looking like they're going to join here as well. But it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for it. Last thing before I let you guys go here. What is it that you would like to see happen moving forward um, with the dead period? And, it, I mean, I've heard rumors that that could potentially expand into March even. Oh. Um is there a thought after watching what the class of 2021 did a weekend ago about maybe you guys trying to get together in Columbus or in Ohio somewhere, um, you know, before then, like the 21 class did? And if so, what, where, where are those plans at right now? Well, we talked about this, I think, last week. Because, like, like you said, last week is when 21 got together. But, yeah, for sure, we're probably going to have a Buckeye bash like they did for our grade as well. Um, yeah. Probably will be after the season or sometime in 
the, the saw, saw mentioned that in the group chat. So when we when we have our own bash and stuff like that, so yeah, it's been talked well, I mean, about. Do you see, like, I mean, Michigan is doing that in the, in the next two weekends. Damani's supposed to be going to Ann Arbor, and I know uh, William Johnson's supposed to obviously swing over there as well, being from up in that area. Do you guys feel like you have to do that, or is it a matter of feeling like it's just the, the next step in, in what really helps build a class? Well, first off, you can't you can't say that word. But, um, yeah. Um, what, it's why not can't you say Damani Jackson? No, team up north. It's the team up north. My apologies. Stay up north. But uh, we're we're not doing it. Like, we don't feel like we have to. We're just doing it because we just want to see each other. Like, with Sean Murphy, I talked to him. Before I talked to the son, he was probably the first recruit I started talking to. And we talked for a very long time. And then we seen each other at the um, Under Armour camp. And, like, you saw, we were acting like we already yeah. knew each other. That's how we're all going to act. We all just want to see each other for a while. Exactly. For sure. Well, I appreciate you guys taking time. Like I said, I know Desan, and I know you got to get to a football meeting, and the rest of you guys are probably tired of talking to me anyway. So um, keep up, uh, you know, the good work. I'm glad to get a chance to catch up to you. Gabe, good to talk to you. Hope uh, the, the, the offseason goes well. Uh, Bennett, CJ Hicks, Bennett Christian. Sean McCullough, Gabe Powers. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll uh, be back next week with other guys. Who knows how many next time? Thanks. Awesome. See you.